This is Channel 253. Move to Tacoma. On this episode of Move to Tacoma. The news stations, I think that Tacoma has, uh, the TV news stations, mm-hmm. has a real mixed relationship with those news stations because it, the feeling that a lot of people get is, is that they only show up for the shootings. Um, that's not true. I mean, I mean, they've been here in the studio doing a story about Channel 253. Right. Channel 253 is supported by Microsoft. Microsoft is committed to civic conversations like those on Channel 253 that inform and empower Washington communities. To learn more, visit aka.ms slash Microsoft in Washington. We're back. I'm Marguerite, and I want you to move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. You'll like it. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Move to Tacoma. Dot com. I'm Marguerite. This is MoveToTacoma.com, and I'm here today with Eric Hamburg. Hello, hello. Welcome, Eric Hamburg. Thank you. It's weird to be in this chair. Yes. Well, okay. You are a many times guest on the Move to Tacoma podcast. You've been here uh, for many different reasons. Uh, You wear a lot of hats. Uh, You are coming to the end of a 12-year term as – well, not a term, but a 12-year run as a commissioner on the Metropolitan Parks, parks board district board, thing district yeah. board uh, running our parks making dune peninsula park happen all kinds of things in your legacy you are at knkx the local npr affiliate what's your title sorry director of audience development oh i'm an audience you we're are developing audience. as that's we speak right. that's right you're working right now and then you're also an author you write sci-fi books and you write mysteries and books for nonprofits. Oh, right! I forget you write nonfiction. Yes, Little Book of Gold for small and very fundraising for small and very small nonprofits, as well as that. three others. Yes, yeah. it's a series. So definitely hit up Amazon for Eric Hamburg, and you will see the wealth All these of options. books that he's written. Have I forgotten any other? I mean, you've done a lot. Channel two five three. Oh, right! You are one of the three owners of Channel two five three. Me, you, and Doug in the production booth. And Channel 253 was all your idea. You're the one that, that made it happen. Well, I was the one who was like, Marguerite, we should do this. And you were like, that's a terrible idea. That sounds like a lot of work. And then no you money. Just, and then you did it <laughs> because you're like, oh, we should start up Nerd Farmer and Citizen Tacoma. And like, then I would came, you run it, Eric? And then I came to you and I was like, this should be a separate business from just advertising your you know website. And you were agreeing, agreeable. I forget that's how it happened because I just think like, Eric did this. <laughs> no, it. it uh, we all played a part. Well, we'll get to Channel 253 in a little bit. But the, the topic I wanted to talk about today is Tacoma's media landscape. And actually, before we do that, I forgot to ask you the basic questions. When did you move to Tacoma and why, Eric, for those who do not know? I moved to Tacoma four days after Mount St. Helens erupted. May 22nd, 1980. Yes, at St. Joseph's Hospital. So you you were born into Tacoma. I was born into Tacoma. Technically, I lived, uh, I was uh, UP. So just down, what, Mildred or something? No. What's the other one? Bridgeport. One of those. And then I moved to Tacoma in the second grade. And then with the exception of four years at college in Minnesota, I have lived here ever since. You're a lifer. I'm a lifer, it turns out. And what neighborhood? I know you recently purchased a home. What is your neighborhood, Eric? 
I think the big picture, you would call it central Tacoma. Yes. I'm also close to the 6th Avenue district, so you're, you might you're 6th say. 6th Ave adjacent, for sure. Um, and then, that's a, yeah, I'm, I'm between 6th and 12th in central Tacoma. And what do you love about your neighborhood? I don't know how we stumbled into such a good neighborhood. Mm. Um, we have... Like really nice street lamps, which is a really nice feeling in the evening. I don't know why those are there, but that's great. Yeah, not every neighborhood not has everyone those. Has not that. every street. Um, the homes right now are filled with families of kids that are our age of kids. Ugh, I mean, you can't you can't buy that, that yeah. especially during the pandemic. Um, they just played outside together. You know, our little masked kids playing board games in 45 degree weather on the porch because like we wouldn't let them inside each other's house Um, so that's been really great I have started taking especially during the pandemic so many walks when I do one-on-one calls and so I just I've been exploring the neighborhood a lot easy walk to Valhalla Mm. parks all around with Franklin Jefferson Lots of walks to University of Puget Sound. You're really selling it, Eric. Move to Central Tacoma. And then uh, walks along 6th Ave. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite uh, restaurant on 6th Ave right now? A favorite restaurant. Is there anywhere or a, a, a cafe or anything like that? Uh, Gateway to India is Ugh. just a great, great Indian a restaurant. Um I recently, for the first time, had a drink at the Boom Boom Room. Oh. And it was a fancy, fancy bar that... Uh, Unexpectedly so. It's really cute on the, on the inside. Don't sleep on the boom boom room. So that was pretty fun. All right. Yeah. All right. So back to why you're here. Yep. Let's talk about the Tacoma media landscape. Yes. And when we talked about this as a topic, I mean, to me, I'm like, well, duh. But when you start to think about it, if you're new to Tacoma or even if you've been here for a while, like the landscape changes. Right. So where do we get our news? What are all the opportunities available to us to be informed, uh, informed Members of the community here in Tacoma, like, where should we start? Should we start with the classics? We we have to start with uh, the News Tribune. Right. Because when it really comes down to it, no one covers uh, – this is, like, the quote that, that they could put on their advertisement for, mm-hmm. but, like, no one covers Tacoma like the News Tribune. Like, yeah. it is the only – the only regular source that we have that is like several stories a day, mm-hmm. um, professional journalists, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It's also a shell of what it used to be right. 15 years ago. I was ago. just going to say, okay, so <laughs> like, this I can is, hear the, the could, audience being like, well, because, okay. So. The, so, so much to unpack, but like Tacoma would be lesser without having Agreed. a newspaper. And so this is the, this end. And Channel 253, like, relies on it in some ways. Like, so many of our topics, our guests, come from articles that they reported. And so, but at the same time, there's there's other issues with it. And so this is, you have to start with the Tribune. So when we were, I mean, I remember when we were teenagers and in my 20s, like, I'd get the News Tribune, especially on Sunday, right? And it would be, you know, two inches thick with ads and stories and information. And now it kind of, it feels like it doesn't even matter what day it is. It's it's very thin, right? And that's, the newspaper business model has changed in the last 20 years from the internet, right? And so I think that this, tell me, correct me, tell me where I'm wrong. So the story with the News Tribune is they have awesome reporters. They've always had awesome reporters. Um, but they basically ended up being bought out by a, like a conglomerate. And then that was bought out by a hedge fund, right? Um, I don't know how far back you want to go. But at some point, they were part of a national corporation 
publicly traded. McClatchy? Probably a, McClatchy, certainly. And I think they might have been like a Knight Ritter paper yes, before yes, that. Yes, yes, so yes. this was a very common thing for, new, for newspapers. Yeah. Um, and they share stories. And, they share, and, yeah. and it was, you know, they're part of the Associated Press. And then uh, this is a nationwide thing that happened. The Internet starts to kill newspapers because of Craigslist primarily. Mm-hmm. The most valuable pages, that, you know, were the classifieds. The classifieds just start disappearing. Gone are the days when you'd list your couch in the newspaper. So, it's been a while. So job boards, Craigslist, all of that really started cutting in. Um, then you have kind of newspapers like figuring out what next. You know, there's limited attempts at paywalls. That, you know, the, the New York Times famously got it wrong first. Like yeah. they have an, an incredibly strong system now that they've worked out. But they had a first try that just fell on its face. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these new p- newspapers trying to figure it out. Everyone kind of la- latched on to like, OK, we can have a like semi permeable paywall where it's like you can read a couple a couple stories a month mm-hmm. or a couple stories a week, whatever the paywall is, and then after that you're locked out. Mm-hmm. So that's what the News Tribune has been uh, as a as a consumer, and that's primarily where you know they're going to be getting a lot of their revenue, and they keep wanting to grow that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to point out is is that they were bought by a hedge fund just pretty recently, um, and the implications of that, I would say. Are uncertain. Some people point to some like rising subscription rates and say they're trying to you know squeeze blood from a turnip. That would have been the that would have been what I would have said. What, other, what is the other thing to say? Um, they've actually been hiring like for the first time in quite some time. I Do mean, you think wh- they're being invested in? I don't know enough to say. And th- this is the difference, you know, when it goes from being like a publicly traded company to a right. hedge fund. Like you, you, it's a it's a black box from the outside. Yeah. Um, they have done more quizzes, more um, polls. They've done a lot of those things, which are probably helpful to their to their bottom line. Um, and again, like they have been hiring. And when Channel Two Five Three was formed in 2017. I'm not sure that that was a given. Like if I had said, what is it going to look like five years from now? Because we're basically coming up, you know, this summer will be five years of Channel 253. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would have been a chance that they weren't around because, you know, other other news uh, organizations have have fallen during that time. Being bought by a private equity firm and like just turned into a shell of itself was a possibility. They are not... But in my view, actually, they are improved from where they were five years ago. I can't remember. It's so hard to, to exactly say timelines. Um, but they, they, it felt like there was a period of time where they, where they just lost employees and they were never hiring, never hiring, never yeah, hiring. And that's changed. And I sure. do think that they are keeping, trying to keep, keep the hiring thing moving. Um, so we'll see. It feels like, okay, again, this is... Maybe something that's a difference of opinion. It feels like also the the the, the editorial is improving. You know, th- this is where it's so hard to say. I don't read the editorial unless it's like an incendiary one that I'm mad at. <laughs> yes, it's like, true. Like, let's be let's oh, be fair. It's true. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Matt Driscoll has taken over some of that. Yeah. Um, and so, but but I don't get the paper in paper form. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get the Tribune in paper form. So I'm not flipping through. I'm not seeing those pages. Um, I don't I, – I have become a, of the opinion that like unsigned editorials in a newspaper don't make any sense anymore in a right, modern world. Right, right. Um, 
I would rather like that all the people who are doing that become like journalists and who are writing more columns right. like or columns or papers or you know signed things reporting that's that's a personal opinion on my part um but that is kind of that that's where they are so so the editorial side it's hard to say. And for those folks who are the sort of people that would be like on Twitter following reporters, uh, Sean Robinson, Matt Driscoll. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm, I know there's more and I'm like <laughs> blanking on them. I feel so bad. The, uh, uh, Debbie Cockrell. Debbie Cockrell. Um, that's who I was thinking of. Josephine Peterson. They're, 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 they're very active on Twitter. Yeah. Um, the, the paper did just lose Allison Needles, who was uh, a political reporter. To the private sector. Um, which is, and this is the truth of all of, this is a, a, a problem nationwide with journalism right yeah. now, yeah. is after you have cut your teeth in local papers for a while, if you're, if you're a really great journalist, you might end up at a national something, 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 mm-hmm. um, for more pay. Or you, um... Go into communications at any number one of government agencies, nonprofits, or what have you, mm-hmm. and end up talking to an ever shrinking pool of journalists for much less stress and more money. Yeah, and so that is the the challenge facing facing everyone right now. Um, in in news is there is um, there's a lot of money to be made in the communication side of things. All right, so when it comes to newspapers. The News Tribune is ha- and has always been the biggest paper in Tacoma. At least in, let's say, you know, modern recent times. Yeah, I, you could go back to the ledgers and stuff right. like that. But basically, as far as, as far as our <laughs> lifetimes go, um, the News Tribune has always been the main paper. And they have an incredible archive of stories over Tacoma's history. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been something that the community has relied on many times. And we can hopefully continue to rely on them for stories. I hope that they can continue to grow the paper. Um, and that would be a really nice thing. If you can't afford, please subscribe. I myself subscribe. I, I subscribe as well. There is uh, in the Channel 253 Slack forums. Say no forums, to paywalls. In the, in, oh, say no to paywalls. <laughs> <laughs> in the Channel 253 Slack forum, there were some weirdness where people were, like, sharing their rates. And, like, oh. some of us were all paying different rates. I found out I was subscribed that was, that twice was, somehow. That was a weird thing. And my rate jumped from, like, $8 So we, we can separate 20. perhaps some of yeah. the, the that business I blame side the of hedge things. fund. But, I try not to sure. think about that. Sure. I wasn't going to bring that up. Um, the stories that the journalists produce, uh, I rely on daily. I'll yeah. just say that again. If you can afford it, support. Um, in addition, okay, so when I first came to town, um, we had the Tacoma Weekly and the Weekly Volcano as sort of like the alt weekly and the small paper. Um, Tacoma Weekly is, I don't even know how much we should Tacoma, say. The Tacoma Weekly is Has, still printing. They are still producing somehow. They've been embroiled in scandals. They've been embroiled in many scandals. <laughs> um, Journalistic scandals, not a thing of the past. And I was recently I was recently interviewed by Matt Nagel about stepping down from the Metro Parks Board. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't know how many other people other than him are actually writing for the Weekly. Mm. It is still around. Okay. Um, so I, I, it's there. I I don't know how many people like read it. Like to be honest, like well, it's one of those you can pick up on the street corner. It is in one a of cafe. those you can pick up on the street corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and so you see the boxes everywhere. Yeah. 
when I first came to town, the volcano was hopping and popping. It, you know, Mattress School was there. There was always interesting, cool stories, lots of band info. And I don't think it's really, is it even out there anymore? I'm trying to think last time I saw a show of the volcano. Is it still out there? Can people still rely on the volcano? I don't Talk know if the volcano is only inside of the ranger now. I see. I think oh, it I is, see. Okay, and the yeah. ranger is the paper the from the JBLM. The ranger is the is is a paper that covers things happening at Joint Base Lewis McCord because you've mm-hmm. got tens of thousands of people. Right, and then that's actually how the volcano started. Was like as <sighs> this like entertainment insert inside of that, and then it just grew beyond Ron, that. Ron Swarner really worked hard to grow it beyond that. What. It had Ron a, Swarner of Peaks and Pints fame. Ron Swarmer, Swarner of Peaks and Pints. Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a tongue twister yeah, for you. Yeah, it turns out. Um, Hi, Ron. He uh, really grew it, and then um, he stepped away to open Peaks and Pints, mm. um, and uh, I think it just kind of went back to being inside of the Ranger again. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so that's all the papers, more or less. More or less. You've got a, uh, you know, there might be, um, you've, Depending on whether you want to count um, South Sound Magazine, for example. I feel like we should do a which, separate magazine section. So we've got some magazines. We, should we transition now from, from newspapers <clears throat> to magazines? We've got some some magazines in there, South Sound. There is a business something, and I, I'm now— It's not the Puget Sound Business Journal. There's a new they like the, they sold the business journal to a new owner to, and they call it and I something. and I am a poorly prepared guest because I forgot <laughs> the name of that. We'll put it in the link. Tacoma Daily Index? Nope, nope. Oh, is that printed? The Daily Index was for a while what was considered the paper of record. Mm-hmm. Um where like you had to if you were publishing like official notices of things, oh, like I see. that's where you went. And I don't know what the status of that one is right now. So thinking about magazines, there's South Sound Magazine, there's um, Peach Sound Business Journal. You've there's got, Grit City you've got Grit Magazine, City Magazine, which is which, like the cool magazine, which is a beautifully designed, produced. Um, they do quarterly, such interesting stories. Quarterly magazine. They do stories on their website. They do stories that are only in the magazine. That you know, some start in one and go to the other. Um, they have beautiful, um, Instagram, you know, feeds to follow for those who want to follow that. Yeah. I would definitely start by following them on Instagram and then you can get the links to order a copy of the magazine and see them at events and And, and, all that stuff. And they're, they have, um, they're definitely, you know, uh, very similar to channel 253 in that, you know, this independent media, um, they are sustained by, uh, their swag, by some ads, by donations, donation, you know, Patreon style donations, mm-hmm. and then subscriptions to that that quarterly magazine. Oh, definitely don't miss Grit City Magazine. You see it on, um, you see it on like a lot of coffee tables because it looks so nice. It, it's on my coffee table. There you go. <laughs> All right. So okay, Grit City Magazine. Uh, what else? Are there any other magazines? I feel like I'm going to get in trouble because I'm forgetting some. There's. Um, is there still City? There Arts? was a showcase Tacoma. No, City no, Arts, Arts is not is a. Um, Oh, but or City Arts. So City Arts tried to do a thing where they were both City Arts and also the publication that you would see if you went to like something at the Pantages. And right. it, was, it was like but with ins- that turnover, it was the program. Yeah. So um, I think that the, that they might still there might be, still be something called City Arts. That's like the thing that is in the that mm-hmm. basically. If you go to a play. if you go to a, if you go to a show. Um, but it's not a separately published magazine in Tacoma that you can pick up. And again, I'm feeling like 
any of these things I might be proven wrong because I might walk by a thing and I'm like, oh, there's City Arts or something like that. But well, if you're um, listening to this podcast and you're like, I cannot believe you didn't tell people about my magazine, right. please send me a message on movetotacoma.com and I will put it in the show notes. We with, will, we with, will get you your Eric's due. With apologies. Yes. All right. Can we talk about the NPR stations? Uh, because uh, I'm very excited to talk about that. Sure. Okay. So obviously within within our area, we can hear KUOW from Seattle, Absolutely. which is the Seattle NPR station. But and, and to be clear, like I might disagree with that, but that's how they build themselves. Yeah, so. no. I mean they're clear. They they play they, they call clear. them they call themselves Seattle's NPR station. And they are. And they play uh NPR and other talk radio throughout throughout the entire day. That's that's on their primarily Seattle centric topics. I disagree with that. But that's well, fine. I mean you disagree with that? I do disagree. What else do they talk about? I mean, NPR. They've got a bunch of NPR. Programs. Well, right, but the same stuff that everybody has, right? But their 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 local coverage is generally focused on their local coverage is yeah. generally focused on Seattle. But we have K and Kex now, and since so, you work there, maybe you don't feel like you can guess it up. I'll go ahead and guess it up. No, I can definitely guess. Okay, up. that's my because we got it. I mean, what a gem! Like, not only do we have this incredible NPR station that services our area, they are located in downtown Tacoma. They made the investment. They moved downtown. Like. They are part of us, and it's, it's just so exciting. They have a dedicated reporter, more than one, you know, like this, like incredible reporting staff. Like, can you can you talk about like, right? And so, they're new, so, you know, they're so, newer. It's just been a few years. It's so special. Since since we are talking about folks who are talking to folks who might be moving to the Tacoma, trying to figure things out, or like us, they've been here forever, or, but they have no idea where to get their news anymore. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, KNKX has actually been around for decades. It started. That's true. It started. As a college um, licensed radio station at the Pacific Lutheran University, it was known as KPLU, played primarily jazz. And then 30 some odd years ago, they were like, let's add NPR News. And so at that time, um, opened up a Seattle studio for journalism, uh, had a studio station in down at PLU. And that was basically the way of it for a while, up until 2015, when PLU tried to sell the signal to KUOW. We dedicated several episodes of the Move to Tacoma podcast to that situation several yes, years ago. Yes, it, it was a big brouhaha. The I, station did something amazing and raised like $7 million in, in 140 days or yeah. something like that. Oh, my God. Uh, with like an average donation of like 200-something. I mean, like Incredible. it was a true community purchase. Um, in that sense, it's not just a Tacoma station. KNKX actually has the largest signal area of any radio station in the state. Right, it goes to like Longview. It's we 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 say Vancouver to Vancouver because oh like God. it it is it is yeah. a huge portion of Western Washington. Incredible. So, uh, station left PLU, rebranded, uh, changed its call sign to KNKX, and then. Um, Moved to downtown Tacoma. So we are right there on Broadway. The farmer's market is out our door. And then, of course, we had this big grand opening in late 2019 and then got to work there for like five months and then COVID hit. Um, but we're back in the office more often now. That's good. Um, and so it's been really uh, it's been really nice actually to be back in this beautiful space. And you are not on the news, jazz, blues side of the staffing. You are you are in a more of a like I'm trying to market the jazz and the blues and the news right. to everyone. So uh, basically, it's news during the drives, and then jazz during the other times, and then Saturday and Sunday nights is blues. And to your point about the reporting, let's talk about the news. That's side where of I was it. about to go. Um, 
we we have Kari Plog, who's the South Sound reporter, and she over the last year has done some really great stories about uh, scandals at like the medical examiner's mm-hmm. office, um, and then also has been an incredible journalist around um, the Manny Ellis um, tragedy homicide, um, talking to the family, getting those stories, and is doing really great work there. So we also have. Other journalists stationed in Tacoma, for example, Will James. Will James is not actually stationed. At, oh, so he's Will not. Will James is the former South Sound reporter. Oh. That's now uh, Kari. Oh, that's Will great. James is a uh, like a special projects reporter. Okay, so he does it. lots of different kinds of things. He did a story in like December that was just so good. It went back to the um, like one of those residential hotels called the Merkel Hotel. Right. And there were, I can't remember, like 20 people who had lived there and it had closed several years ago to be redeveloped. He tracked down as many of them as he could, interviewed them. What are they doing? Several were homeless. Some had died. And a couple had been able to find some other housing. And it was a three-part series. And it was it was really well done. And it talked about the human cost of, you know, Growing, you know, growing as a city when you don't have abundant housing to serve everyone. Right. And he also did the Outsiders podcast before the pandemic talking about homelessness in the region, and particularly that, in Olympia. That was right? focused on Olympia. Yeah. So um, but had insights and implications for everywhere along the West His reporting West is Coast. amazing. Yeah. We also have uh, a reporter named Maya who is actually one of uh, Nate Bowling's former students. I follow Maya on Twitter. Yep, she's great. She uh, lives in Tacoma, works out of Tacoma, um, but has a, a larger f- focus in just the area. But she's done some uh, really good stories as well. And so um, so we are... And a new news director, right? Aaron Hennessy retired, and Aaron now you have Flor Angela. Aaron Hennessy retired in uh, 2019. And we have uh, Florangela Davila, who is the news director for KNKX, and has built an amazing team of journalists. That's awesome. So I feel like the, the big story of like that of a, of a news media in Tacoma that is financially supported, that is robust, that is hiring, that's producing great stories. Like KNKX seems to have the wind at its back right now when it comes to stories in Tacoma. Yeah, it's been um, it's been really great. KNKX looks because it is a you know it's got this giant signal. It looks for stories no matter where it's covering that like might have regional interest mm. to everyone. Mm-hmm. And so there are specific stories that um, the News Tribune is going to cover because it's like they're trying to cover it for just Tacoma, right? And KNKX is looking for like that broader right. kind of thing. That makes sense. And so it it changes that the, how the how the news is covered. Um, and producing radio is, uh, as I have come to learn, working at a radio station. Like it's a it's it's a lot more time on the part of the journalist to create right. a single story to create that piece of audio, right? Um, versus writing it up necessarily. Yeah. Um, so it's really it's still you know very audio focused, very radio focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do write up a significant amount of it at kankx.org. That's awesome. um, and then some of these things are turned into podcasts and yada yada yada. So it's a really uh, useful news source in the ecosystem with something like a newspaper. Well, that's great. We love KNKX. Please support your local yes, we do. NPR station. Yes, and we do. Eric Hanbrick's job. Um, I guess before we move on to podcasting, because I definitely want to finish off with podcasting, here's another gotcha journalism moment here. Uh, KBTC News. Is there anything I don't know? Because I would say, like, I guess we watch the Seattle news stations except for KBTC. Like, is KBTC still a thing? Like, 
Do we watch that? I don't watch it, but like, do so, other people watch it? Am I missing out? Public television. I let's see. So I, this is hard because like I work with many of these folks, but so <laughs> I want to give give good information. Um, many people watch not KBTC. This is just my experience, mm-hmm. but they watch um, KCTS. Is that mm-hmm. is that the other and Channel Nine in Seattle? Yeah. yeah. Um, KBTC, for those who don't know, is Bates Technical College. That is the BTC of that. Um, and they have a big transmitter right there on 19th and yep. like Trafton. That's or what I was thinking like about. That. I just drove by it yesterday. So Yeah. It is, um, they do a lot of the same programming that the Seattle station does. So, I mean, you know, you can certainly move over and. You know, watch it, and you'll still but get. But can I get my Don Snappy? You can still can get, get my all British of your, mysteries. All of those things. <laughs> um, and this is one of those times where, like, I might be remembering something that was pre-pandemic, but they did do like a Friday news show, mm. um, like kind of a week in review kind of a thing. Um, but again, I, I, I might have to Google to see if it's still going again. All right, we'll see what we can do in the show notes. Or yeah. thanks, thanks for attempting. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna go ahead and pause now for a break. Hello, I'm Doug Mackey, producer at Channel 253. This episode of Channel 253 is sponsored by Microsoft. Microsoft is proud to support Rainier Scholars. Rainier Scholars believes that all students deserve an equal opportunity to excel academically and become our next community and business leaders. And now they're in the 253. Rainier Scholars Tacoma is a long-term college readiness program for underrepresented students of color in the Tacoma community. They recruit in the fourth grade, start working with students and families the summer before fifth grade, and walk alongside them through college completion with the goal of graduating with minimal debt. Do you know a student who should be part of the first Tacoma cohort? Recruitment is now underway. Microsoft and Rainier Scholars share the desire to cultivate a growth mindset and believe every student deserves the opportunity to achieve more. To find out more about Rainier Scholars in Tacoma, visit rainierscholars.org and click Tacoma. My thanks to Microsoft for their support of Channel 253 and Rainier Scholars. All right, we are back. And I mean, as long as I've got you, Eric, I think we're supposed to mention that Channel 253, uh, the network upon which this humble podcast resides, is a member supported uh, situation. It is a member supported podcast network. We have more than 200 members right now. That's wild. Which is wild. And many of those folks are active uh, in our Slack channel. That's a member-only benefit where we uh, gossip about the news uh, and also just share really useful information. Um, And then there's also uh, sound producer Doug through the glass over there, hosts Off the Record, which is a 15-minute podcast once a week that is just just really fun, like, and it's just for members. And how much does it cost, Eric, to be a <laughs> member of Channel 253? Well, it's funny because I've learned how to do pitch breaks now. Oh. It's $4 a month or $40 a year. Only and 40 Only. And you can go to channel253.com slash membership to set it up. Thank you, Eric. Uh, so when we went to break, we were talking about KBTC. Yeah, and I had a chance to check this. the The show is still going. It's uh, it was called it's called Northwest Now, mm, weekly public Northwest affairs now. television show, yes. and they take a closer look at issues and people who are part of Western Washington. So not necessarily Tacoma focused, 
Um, but it, it is KBTC, which means it's uh, uh, coming through Tacoma. Awesome. Glad we talked about that. Well, I mean, as long as we're talking about Channel 253, like, let's talk about podcasting let's in talk Tacoma. About podcasting. Now, there are, other, there are other podcasts besides the ones that live on Channel 253. And I'll include a link in the show notes to a blog, a, a blog post that I wrote where I listed out a few dozen podcasts in the city of Tacoma um, so that we're not just talking about Channel 253. But as far as I know, Channel 253 is the only network that has multiple podcasts on it that's like spitting out professional quality podcasts uh, on the regular. Uh, that-, that means that it was either... A really great idea or a really terrible idea. I don't know which one. Um, how many how many ponies are in your, in the channel two five three stable oh, it nowadays? Co- it comes and goes. Last year, uh, I have no idea. It's, so a, it's a few. We have it, moved to Tacoma. We have moved to Tacoma. We have Citizen ner- Tacoma. Citizen Tacoma. And what is Citizen Tacoma about? Uh, right now, I'm hosting that, and I talk to elected officials about what's happening in Tacoma and candidates when uh, you know filing season starts and we start getting our candidates for the for the summer. So if people are trying to wrap their heads around sort of the the politics of Tacoma. That's yeah. the place to go. Evelyn Lopez hosts Crossing Division, which is a place to go to talk about uh, you know what's hap- you know what's happening in Tacoma. What are the hot button issues? And she has guests um, and talks about that. Great. And then um, Nerd Farmer, which is Nate Bowling's show, and it is usually some sort of wonky take on you know on what's happening in Tacoma, the United States, or the world. Yeah, he um, says like na- national issues through a local lens. Isn't that his thing? Yeah, it's kind of been uh, global issues through a <laughs> national. I, I don't even know what, it, but uh, like you know, there's been Ukraine stuff on there. There's been. Um, Inflation. I listened to the episode about like NFTs and crypto because I was interested in that. But he also like interviewed the Seattle Times reporter who broke the story about Ed Troyer. Yes. You know, like I mean, yes. he is he has done some some great episodes. Yeah, he he has a lot of those those big ones that mm-hmm. are like uh, about things you know those national things. And then uh, some that are very specifically local. Yeah, it's definitely one to have on your radar. And then interchangeable white ladies. Yeah, you know, and that is that is uh, one that I did not think that I would have any real reason to. Uh, besides, I'm a white lady, but I I should have known. But like two teachers talking about teacher stuff turns out to be a lot more interesting than I would have thought. They, they don't always uh, keep it to just the classroom. So so even for a non-teacher, there's ones where they're talking about you know how race and privilege or gender are affecting a variety of different things. It's a great show. Um, so there's that one. We also have uh, the Cunningham Cunningham sisters who will do what say you. Oh, my gosh. That show is amazing. Yeah. You know, like, I, and I admit I'm biased because I'm friends with Melanie, but um, I, I will put on what say you like while I'm cooking dinner and I feel like I'm listening in on someone's private conversation like they are so candid like sometimes like I will just stop and my jaw will drop like the things that they say and like the insights that I have like when I'm listening to them like that is, that show is that is a very real show uh, they are sisters and so they have that rapport they have that honesty um, and that's really refreshing and then um, uh, there's a I don't want to say it because you know like it's you don't want to necessarily jinx it but like <laughs> Uh, maybe we'll get We Art Tacoma back up, which is um, our arts-focused arts uh, podcast. It's so. definitely worth uh, subscribing on whatever your preferred channel is because there's also like just a bunch of really great interviews going back that will help shed yeah, out if you want on to understand, the arts community. If you community. want to understand like, what monkey shines are, I talked to uh, the people who created monkey shines in an anonymous way so that we never have to know who they are. So good. 
Um, so there's lots of different things on on that one as well. That's awesome. I think those are all the 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 active ones uh, right now. So if someone is listening and they're interested, like one of the things that I love about Tacoma, like we met when we were both co-working. I mean, we met in high school. We knew each other. But we became friends when we were co-working in Suite 133 back in like 2007, 2008. And that sort of was a spinoff of like a blog that you part owned called Exit 133. Yep. And I think one of the things that's so cool over the last couple decades like watching Tacoma it spawns a lot of like creative like someone has an idea and runs with it local media this is a place where if you have the time you have the microphone you have the access you can you can you can create something like that nobody's going to stop you so what would you say to somebody who's listening to this going I've always wanted to start my own newspaper I've always wanted to start a podcast you know I'd really like to get involved in local media like what would you say to that person having done it in so many different ways over the years there's a really low barrier to entry in Tacoma. I mean, in, you know, get a, a, a WordPress theme and start writing, start putting it on Facebook. Um, you see that with uh, the Suburban Times. You yeah. see that with... Oh my gosh, they've been around forever. They've been around a long time. Um, you see that with... Um, Gig Harbor actually now has a nonprofit news source that mm. uh, was was started up in Gig Harbor. Mm-hmm. Like, their people are trying to cover their local communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It just takes the willingness and the time. You know, that's what it really comes down to. And maybe like knowing a little bit about social media and like how to get the word out about what you're doing. But um, just just start it up, I, I really think. Would you say as someone who's, like I said, been involved in various capacities with different media companies in Tacoma, would you say it's a competitive environment or a collaborative environment or something in between? Do 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 folks support each other? Uh, I think that that folks definitely would support each other. Um, I, you know, I don't think that, uh, people joining Grit City Magazine hurts Channel 253, you know, or anything like that. Like, like, um, I think a lot of things can work in Tacoma because there are, (laughs) because we're, we're just big enough that we can support like, like one thing. Mm -hmm. So, so, so maybe this is the thing that I would say, you know, trying to start up another Channel 253 in Tacoma. Unless you were doing it wildly better than us, which maybe they can, I don't know if it would work because, like, we kind of have all of that already covered. Oh, I, I think there's you, room for two or three more two podcasting or three networks. More. Definitely. I mean, because, like, we're old now, Eric. Like, I don't mean to say that. Like, I know Doug just gave me a dirty look. But, like, what about the Youngs? What about the Gen Zs? Like, there's Here, a whole opportunity for, like, a completely the, different perspective. There, there are opportunities um, where an individual can create like their own podcast and I think just kill it. Like I don't know that that we we need more networks oh. of podcasts necessarily. Are you gatekeeping Eric? <laughs> <laughs> or I will cut you if you do start one. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Um I w- will just absorb them. <laughs> there you go. If you want to start a podcast, you talk to Eric Hamburg. <laughs> um I think that there are there's room for a lot of people to start their podcasts. You know what? And this is uh a a sad note to mention, but um, the success that Sue Kidd had before <sighs> before she passed. Yeah, let's she, talk about Dine Out Pierce County. She had a full-time job um, and former food critic for the News Tribune, so had a lot of followers. Um, and around her full-time job just did amazing food coverage of Pierce County, had um, an active Instagram, had a website that was regularly updated. Great blog posts. Um, reviews, blog posts, interviews. 
um, and had a, a model of um, revenue where you know it was uh, Patreon, right? Yep, yeah, it, it was it was donations through that, and um, I mean, if you look at the number, you know, she had a huge fan base and she had a lot of people supporting her. Um, and that's the kind of thing that I do think a lot of people could do. Her her passing, um, we're recording this in on March 7th, which is just a few days after uh, her passing was a, was a real loss to Tacoma. Um, real shock to everybody. Yeah. Well, I think, like, she is such a great example of, of what is possible when it comes to, like, local media and having a passion and, and covering it and earning the trust of diners and restaurateurs alike. Like, she was... She was beloved. Yeah, she really put in the work. Um, she had, uh, she she just she she did it really really well, and it's it's really sad. Yeah. Well, uh, do you feel like we have talked about the whole Tacoma media landscape? Um, you know, it's worth mentioning that like one of the reasons why. I think one of the things that we didn't talk about was the fact that, like, all of this is happening in the umbrella of Seattle. Yeah. And so the Seattle Times, which actually broke the Ed Troyer story, as you mentioned. Yeah, and has done some great coverage <clears throat> of the Manny done a, Ellis done a lot story of, as well. A lot of coverage of Tacoma that, that's been really high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, the news stations, I think that Tacoma has, uh, the TV news stations, mm-hmm. has a real mixed relationship with those news stations because it, the feeling that a lot of people get is is that they only show up for the shootings. Um, that's not true. I mean, I mean, they've been here in the studio doing a story about Channel 253. Right. So so there, there's a feeling, you know, I think I think from the, the 80s and the 90s or the yeah. 2000s that, that, like, they only showed up for the bad news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you watch it, you do get a lot of, you know, Seattle-focused But the news. TV news really does predominantly show up for bad news. Like, that's it, just TV where, news wherever they wherever yeah. they do. Um, you know, Evening Magazine has one of, you know, one of their hosts lives here. And I don't know if it's attributable to him, but, like, we look really good on Evening Magazine. Yeah, like, we've true. got a lot of good stories about Tacoma. So, cool stuff. Um, so it, I don't, you know, I feel like that, that that's a generalization that a lot of people feel. I don't think it's actually necessarily portrayed. But, like, we're in a really big region. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why, like, Tacoma doesn't have its own TV, you know, channel or right. something like that. Because, right. like... It always makes sense to just cover the whole area. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these things are just carved out niches within that larger media ecosystem. So, like, if you had to give Tacoma a score for media coverage, like, how are we doing? Like, better, better than I thought we would be doing when I started Channel Two Five Three. When it really comes down to it, right? Like, like, things are getting better. I, I think you, you do see some of those those independent media sources um, that that are cropping up. Um, as I said, the the really important one is, is that the Tribune is still here. It's still covering and appears to be, you know, continuing to hire and mm-hmm. um, and that's that's the that's the biggest one for it to come at this point. That um, we'll just come full circle and say that like having a newspaper covering our our region is pretty important right now. Yeah, our city. Support your local newspaper. Support your local newspaper. Mm, well, thanks for coming on. To, uh, I just almost said thanks for coming on. To, thanks for coming on, Eric. Thank you, Margaret. <laughs> and hi, Doug. Hi, back in the booth, Doug. Have a great day. Want to learn more about life in Tacoma? Visit MoveToTacoma.com. Channel 253 is supported by Microsoft. 
Microsoft is committed to civic conversations like those on Channel 253 that inform and empower Washington communities. To learn more, visit aka.ms slash Microsoft in Washington. Doug says I've been doing the break and the comeback wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> Too snarky. <laughs> Doug says I have to take a break now. Move to Tacoma as part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, We Are Tacoma, Flounders B Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.